just as I sit down, uh, a whining saw or something starts in the background. It's just absolutely astonishing. The window's open because uh, it's a little cooler today, so uh, I've gone against my window shut all day and open them and let some oh, lots of cars going past. Uh, let some lovely fresh cool air in. Um, welcome to episode 155 of Mr. Bet Pods. Actually, I sat down uh, to do this with a cup of tea and no computer uh, without realising I didn't have my computer until I'd actually settled myself into the chair, which just goes to show what my priorities are or the state of my mind at the moment. I'm very tired, but not so much because of being busy, although I did a full week's work, as was pointed out last week. Um, I don't know who that is. Um person I've never seen before, getting out of a car I've never seen before. Um, uh, it's just sleep, it's just been so hot. I have been, um, so I'm fascinated by this person. Uh, I have been uh, keeping the bedroom cool uh, successfully by keeping the blind down and the uh, window shut during the day and then opening them at night. I just don't think I go into proper deep sleep when it's hot. I think I do sleep through, although I wake up every now and then. But I don't ever feel like getting to a... I mean, if I had a Fitbit. I have to say that I'm listening to... Uh, I'm still listening to Table Manners, uh, the Spotify podcast. And um, I forget on Spotify, they do adverts. And although you can skip through them, there's something very comforting I find about audio adverts. I don't know why, because they're arguably the most boring type of... Um, advertising I'm fully aware there's an awful lot of it uh, and some of them some of the adverts they have in it are uh, from different people and some of the adverts the two people that do the podcast Jesse uh, Wern and her mother Lenny they do it themselves and you just hear the same things they're obviously scripted but they're trying to make it sound natural and you hear them again and again and again and um I've heard the one about Fitbit. I think Fitbit sponsoring them. I've heard it so many times that I was actually looking at a Fitbit on the bus yesterday to, to consider buying one uh, to see what my well to basically do all the things they talk about in the advert. I've actually now been brainwashed into it. I'm not going to get a Fitbit. They're too expensive. But I might get an alternative. I don't know why. Actually, I just don't know why. It's just literally because I've heard the advert so many times. So um, yeah, what can I say? The power of advertising. So anyway, um, yeah, I just don't think I'm getting a deep enough sleep. Anyway, it's not very interesting. Um, I got up this morning. It's been quite a busy week. Uh, yes, it's full, almost full, almost a full week of work. Uh, and I'm very tired. But I'm not sort of ragged. I usually get quite ragged and moody at this time of year. And I don't feel like, like that. So I'm wondering if I'm actually not as tired uh, as I I think I must be. Anyway, it's just getting very self-absorbed. I haven't actually told anybody about my insect bites or my hay fever. Uh, I'll try and skip that unless I'm running out of time. So, um, obviously, there's no competition with horsefly bites. Uh, has been made clear with uh, my small bites. Anyway, I did a, I did a quite an odd yoga one this morning. Uh, but it was quite meditative. It's not a word I'm good at saying. Um... And I was quite enjoying it until she got into this really weird twisty position that I actually couldn't get into. Um, 
so I sort of regretted that, but it was all right. And then um, I'm sure I'm doing a lot better with my yoga. I must be. I've been doing it every day since January. I must be improving. So uh, that was all quite jolly. And then um, I went for a run and I did what I did last week, which is um, to um, try and run as far as I could of my route, uh, not breathing through my mouth. So trying to run slower than normal and just control my breathing with my mouth closed. Uh, and I felt very calm all last Monday. Um, I don't know if I'm feeling calm today. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'll look back at the end of the day and realize I've been supremely calm. Uh, so I think that that and the meditative yoga, um, I should in theory be quite zen out today. Uh, maybe I am, who knows. Uh, so, uh, before I go on, uh, so yeah, so anyway, the, the run, yes, took longer than normal, but I managed to do most of it with my mouth closed. I listened today to, I've had some tumultuous podcast episodes I've been listening to, um, I shall go into those later. Anyway, so I'm home, the window's open, uh, and I'm just looking at my diary, and my diary's got absolutely nothing in it except, uh, hours of work, uh, which has gone all right, actually. Um, they managed for some bizarre reason, which uh, I, I can't, I'm just couldn't get over, to do a matinee on the same day as press night. I mean, I really felt sorry for the actors. I think that's really rotten. It's quite a long show. Anyway, press night is out of the way. The reviews are out. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, all the production people have gone away, so we're just settled into the basic uh, routine now for the next... Uh, a couple of months. Can't remember when it finishes. Um, which is nice. It's a really nice set of people. Uh, so Monday, I worked and did this podcast. Tuesday, I worked. Wednesday, I did a matinee and I worked. What did I do between shows on Wednesday? I think I was in a bit of a rush. I haven't got anywhere to that I, I haven't got a favourite spot between shows at the moment. Although I've got free membership again of that little members uh, club uh, for this show that I had before. But I didn't go there very often because it was like a bar and a restaurant. It's lovely. It's really nice. And it's very small. But they just don't do coffee and cakes and cookies and things. Which is what I want when I'm uh, between shows. I just want to go off and read a book and have a cup of coffee and eat a slice of cake. And why not? Um, so, yeah, I don't know about that. It's a shame, really. Anyway, and um, you can tell I've gotten very little to talk about because I'm really waffling on today. Um, I think that went all right. Yes, the press went all right. There was a near show stop because uh, of the uh, marvellous scenery. But uh, I think they managed to work that out and it was all right in the end. And then um, Thursday. Well, then Thursday, my co-worker, uh came in to watch it because uh we were doing handover because they as of this week we've gone we're going back to our normal job share thing because i did because uh, it was quite stressful <laughs> last week uh, i did that all that myself so i got it under my belt and i'm uh, i'm more confident handing it over because i know all the problems with it so they watched it on thursday uh we did get to one quite emotional moment in the play where all I heard was this big <sighs> next to me and uh, unfortunately this for a person who's also a great friend of mine uh, we're the type of 
friends that if one of us starts laughing, the other one can't stop. Uh, and I, at that point, just absolutely got the giggles and had to completely turn my back on them. Uh, that went on for some time. Just shoulders rattling. I couldn't laugh out loud because of where I am. And I was actually trying to work on my, focus on my job. Uh, so that helped. And then they did it on Friday evening and I watched the show. I won't be watching that night after night. It's quite grueling. And then um, Saturday afternoon, um, they did it again with me watching because it's a bit tricky. And I came home after coffee with them, which is very nice, on Saturday evening. Um, town is absolutely, I mean, the West End is absolutely heaving with people at the weekend. Uh, quite bizarre. I don't know. I mean, literally, it, walking down the, the street where the theatre is, there are people stretching from one pavement across the road to the other, just walking. Um, and then I get really angry because everybody's in my way. I get, if one more person just literally st- stands still they're walking along and literally stops dead in front of me so that I, I walk into them because they're looking at their phone and it's just anyway I, i'm really trying hard to keep calm on that one uh I've, I've i've walked into so many people smacked into their backs because of them and then they look at you as if it's your fault you know and it's like i oh, know i'm just walking normally you're the one that stopped I made a huge mistake, Uh, when was it, the other day, I went into Planet Organic in Muswell Hill. Uh, Those of you who were fans of um, Nothing to See Here, in fact, Darren and I are planning a meeting to discuss uh, what we're going to be doing creatively in the podcast world. We're going to do something different, but we haven't got any ideas yet, that's the trouble. Um, Fans of Nothing to See Here will know how obsessed Darren was with Muswell Hill. Obsessed, straightforward, read, jealous because I live here and he doesn't, and um, keeps caught. I don't know. I, I, in his head, Plant Organic, or as he called it, Planet Organic Hollywood, uh, seemed to sum up everything about Muswell Hill, which to some extent I have to agree it does. I rarely go in it. It just makes me angry every time I go in there because a it's so expensive and b b the customers in there are just off their heads. Um, also, I just get annoyed because it, it opened a cafe and the cafe is always heaving with people. And yet you get an independent cafe open and no one goes there. Uh, I've noticed this actually. It's happened with restaurants. You go, there's a really nice new independent restaurant opened and it's hardly anyone in there. And there's another chain thing that's opened and it's just packed all the time. And it's just, what the, you know, it's just typical of Muswell Hill. They're the people that bang on about, you know, the high streets and independent shops and everything else. And then they don't use them. Anyway, I'm starting to squawk, so I'm better get off that subject. So I went to Planet Organic. Last time I went to Planet Organic, um, I nearly got into an argument with one of the customers who was just so rude to the uh, people working there. It was entitlement plus 10. Uh, and I think it was Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve. And obviously, I'm sure people would rather be with their families than working uh, like uh, slaves to this person. Uh, in a shop but anyway uh i walked in there yesterday or whenever it was and this man came up to me with um 
a, a, a used water bottle, drinking water bottle, and just said, oh, it, I mean, he wasn't old, old, but he was elderly, and he just said, oh, could you show me where the water fountain is? And I thought, I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'd, I'd, yes, of course, but I don't know where the water fountain is. And he said, no, no, neither do I. So we went looking for the water fountain. There is no water fountain in Planet Organic. So uh ended up asking somebody, uh, I realised at this point he was not a Dodrill man. He was actually quite capable of sorting this out himself. I don't know why I got involved. Uh, so we then had to go to the counter uh, and then, because he'd asked me to help him, I just sort of carried on at this point. So then I had a rather complicated conversation with the woman behind the counter, asking her to, could she fill the water bottle up with tap water, which she didn't seem to be very keen to do. And then he, then he said to me, the man, he said, oh, it's for that woman, sort of, looking in a direction um I, I don't think she's i think i don't think he said she's not very well but that's what i took from what he said i, th I thought she must be feeling faint or something so he kept saying this and then eventually i said oh is she feeling faint or something and he went no no she's just a bit and then gave me this sort of odd look and i thought oh, you know and he said um uh, do you know her? Is she a regular? I didn't even know who we was talking about because I couldn't see the person. It turned out they were out sitting outside. Um, and I was realising at this point, I wish I hadn't started talking to her because he was obviously, I don't know what it was all about. And then he said, um, uh, she's, I think she's calling the police now. <laughs> God. I think she's calling the police now uh, because she thinks someone's broken into her flat. <laughs> anyway. I was in Planet Organic because I thought the person I was with was in Planet Organic. Turns out, of course, they were in Sainsbury's Story of Our Lives. Uh, so I actually had the excuse of getting away. But I saw him too low. I mean, he was absolutely fine. He could have gone and got the water himself. I don't know why he bothered asking me. Um, I saw him approach this woman who was sitting at an outside table. She looked absolutely fine. Uh, I, I honestly don't know what was going on. But I, it's always, it's, I go into Planet Organic and I just end, 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 it's like going into Alice in Wonderland. It's just really bizarre. I mean, I was actually going to go over and uh, I'm so glad that I didn't go over and uh, help the woman. I don't think she needed help. Uh, I'm glad I had the courage to uh, move off. So that was an exciting time. And then I went, and then, and then I went into, and I don't normally have a problem. It's usually Planet Organic where I have the problems. But I did go into, um, <laughs> to meet my co-worker in the Cafe Nero, where we often meet just opposite the theatre. And um, I walked in, and I'd got there first, not realising uh, they weren't there, because they're usually more punctual than I am. And, um, and this person came walking up to me, who looked a little bit like my friend, smiling sort of quite serenely um, and saying, oh, they've got air conditioning in here. Uh, well done for coming in. They were so confident the way they spoke to me that I just presumed um, that um, it was my friend, which is just bizarrely, because I knew full well it wasn't. So anyway, I sort of went, yes, lovely. And um, they pointed up at the um, air conditioning unit. So I tootled off and got my drink and tootle back to where we always sit, which is one of the sofas. And this person was looked across at me and sort of, uh, in a very dramatic way, indicated the, the air conditioning. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Um, and smiled at me. Anyway, I sat down and then I looked across at the man opposite me 
and then he got every single item, he had a bag, he got every single item, well, one at a time, but every single item as far as I could tell out of his bag. He had this big box of what looked like, well, they were, they were all wet wipes, basically. And he wiped down every single object he had in his bag. And there were headphones, which I could sort of understand, but there was a packet of chewing gum. Uh, there were some very odd things. And then he ended up wiping down the bag itself, the handles. And I, I was absolutely hypnotised, I have to say. Um, and then... Um, Yes, that was all that was a car going past. So that yes, that was all that. So um it's been quite an it's been quite an eventfully uneventful week, uh, really. So Saturday night we watched um we always spend about an hour deciding what film to watch and then by which time it's too late to watch a film. Uh, we managed fortunately to pick a film quite quickly, which was Love a Comeback, I think. Anyway, it was Rod Rock Hudson and Doris Day. I've never seen any of their films before. Um, and that was very amusing. Uh, I like that uh, very much. It was just the right thing for a Saturday night, on a warm Saturday night. And then, um, oh, yeah, so the, so the podcast I've been listening to, um, I've been listening to, I think I've mentioned it quite a few times, uh, How Do You Cope with John Roberts and Ellis James on uh, BBC Sounds. Uh, and they, it's usually about an hour long, and they talk in depth to somebody who, has had or is having uh sometimes it's an understatement to say a difficult time it might be illnesses it might be social but you know it could, it could be anything um and you know they've really it, it's it's an absolutely fascinating series of really um really intelligent emotionally intelligent conversations some of which are quite difficult to listen to because people have been through such hard times I, I sat down, well, no, I didn't. I was running when I was listening to, to listen to today's, which is the um, the cricketer who, um, Azim Rafiq, the cricketer, the Yorkshire cricketer, uh, who was at the centre of the racism uh, scandal in Yorkshire Crit Cricket Club. I, I started listening thinking, you know, I've heard... You know, I do listen to a lot about racism. I, I thought this is going to be, you know, interesting, but I didn't really expect too much of it. And I think of all the episodes I've heard, the conversations they've had with people, this one absolutely knocked me off my feet. It was unbelievably shocking. I did not, I had no idea of what had gone on with this poor, poor man. Um, uh, the media just basically, I mean, I just got the impression he'd had a lot of abuse in the changing room from from what I'd heard and seen in the media. The whole thing is unbelievably terrible, involving his personal life, uh, it, the whole incident itself, the lead up to it, everything that went on and the aftermath of it, which still hasn't been sorted out. I mean, I, I rarely get really shocked by things, but I was absolutely shocked by this. Um, it's a very, very difficult listen. And I, I still think um, I haven't quite, it hasn't quite sunk in my head what, what what happened and what he's been through and is going through. Um, yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Uh, and I think it's a really important listen because, I mean, if you think if you think you know what racism is, then listen to this. And then um, the other fascinating thing uh, is Ryland's How to Be a Man, uh, a selection of very, very um, thought-provoking conversations with 
a series of men who sort of don't really fit into a box. They're quite difficult to categorize. Um, I suppose that's not really the best way of saying it. But um, his the latest one, the one I've listened to, uh, is somebody I'd never heard of. He's called uh, Mark Ormrod, and he was a Royal Marine, and he's also Paralympic. And I think it was about 15 years ago, he was in the most horrifying uh, explosion accident. I think it was in Af- I think it was Afghanistan, might have been wrong. Um, I mean, his description actually made me gasp out loud of what happened to him and uh, what he's, how he's come through it and who he is now as a man, as a person, is absolutely extraordinary. It was, it was a really, um, it, it, was, it was an amazing listen of an ex- absolutely extraordinary man. But they're all, all of them, I really recommend that series, um, How to Be Ryland, How to Be a Man. They're, um, I think they're very important. Uh, all the conversations I've heard are really important. And um, I think Ryland's a, a really superb interviewer. Uh, I think he's great. So, uh, yeah, those are my two big podcast recommendations. And television, we haven't finished watching Colin from Accounts. Got a bit behind on that. Although apparently uh, someone I recommended who heard this and started watching it have got very upset because there was only eight episodes in the finish and they don't know what to do. Now it's all over but it is one of those comedies that i'm dreading it finishing getting through there was one line there was the episode we saw before last was very very funny and then there was just one line in it which was so heartbreaking <laughs> it just completely pulled the rug from under my feet um it's a beautiful series i'm, I'm banging on about it so much but i just love it so much and then oh yeah we we're watching strike uh watched two episodes of that uh and I'm, I'm getting towards the end of listening to a book called The Other Side of Night by Adam Handy and Hamdy H A M for Mother D Y. I'm really struggling with it. It's a really odd book, uh, but I'll talk about that more when I finished it. Uh, and I need to pick up the sentence by Louise Erdrich, which I've mentioned before, and I've stopped reading. I've had a bit of a lull on reading. I will pick that up again and uh, get onto that. Oh, and before I forget, uh, a shout out to Team Romania. Uh, is it Budapest or Bucharest or I don't know somewhere? Uh, Bucharest. But apparently, my worldwide um, listening audience is growing by the second. And I think uh, for now, that's all I've got to say. Uh, so thank you for listening. <laughs>